0: Oh yeah! Here we go. <sighs> nice. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another Black Letters podcast. I am your co-host, Mike Blue. Co host Josiah Jacobs. And today we have a very, very special guest on here. I have not met him in person, but I have heard excellent things about this young man.
1: Um, yes, sir. This is, uh, yeah. one of my, this is one of my best friends at Howard, my friend Chandler. You introduce yourself, Chandler. What's going on, people? People, this is Chandler. Yes, sir. we in this one. Chandler is from uh, Baton Rouge. And uh, Michael, you know Chandler's going to the Marines tomorrow?
0: You're going to Greece?
1: No, he's going to the Marines.
0: Whoa, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. You know, Bryce yeah. just went off to the Air Force, or he's, he's yeah, leaving the Yeah, bro, I saw, I saw that. I saw yeah, that dude, he's going off
1: to the Air Force now. I congratulated him.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's big, bro. Hey, Chandler, now, how you, how you feeling? feeling? Yeah, I was gonna ask you. Crazy, yeah. Uh, they don't really feel
2: real sometimes, I ain't gonna lie. They don't really feel real. What made what
0: made you make that decision?
2: Something different, something different, something that that. you know is different from just graduating, going into the corporate world straight out of straight out of college. So yeah, I like that. Bro, I'm not
1: gonna lie. That's like that's one of the things about graduating. We gotta we just so expected to um go straight into that corporate world, and I'm not trying to do all that. (laughs) Cause <laughs> I mean you got people like people like LJ LJ is excited to go into that because you know you know how LJ is so I was like I don't know I I don't know if that's if that's me I, I know I know eventually you know you want to but like right after college I kind of feel like I just you know we still gonna be young it's not like we gonna be older or something so I don't know that corporate life young.
0: is never gonna be for me I'm sorry I'm, I'm, that's I, what I, saying, bro. Like, like, just, just, like, just speaking on me though. Like, I already know where I'm gonna be in the next like five years. I'm gonna be owning a house and shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like, I, I already got me a job that's that that that's gonna help me obtain that. So, and it's not corporate. So,
1: right, it's right, It's a trade. Right,
0: right. You know, it's technically considered a trade by 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 that means.
1: Right. Yeah, but um. Anyways, m- moving on. Uh, we definitely uh, one of the reasons that we're recording this episode is to uh, shed shed some light and, and send our condolences to all those who've been recently um, killed in the uh, um, in the Buffalo incident and um, the the recent the most recent one in uh, in Texas.
0: Texas, uh, the U, the U, Uvalde. Uvalde? Yeah, yeah, Uvalde. 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 Uh,
1: yeah. I don't know. It's like thinking about that stuff makes me, um, it makes me like so sad because you really, you really never, you never expect to be in a situation like that in your life, yeah. you know, to where, to, you know, to where like it's, it's literally life or death, you know? And I feel, I'm, I feel, you know, I'm sorry for all the families who were affected by, by the, by the situations. And yeah, um, and for all those so who lo- all those who lost their lives, you know, I I can only imagine how that feels because they they'll never get any closure with with those family members, you know. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's really messed up. It's, it's something sad to think about. There's uh, definitely been a lot of conversations about what to do. Um, that's probably one of the most divisive things, you know. Nobody everybody's divided on solutions when it comes to these events and um i don't know i've been thinking i really don't i really don't know what i don't know how to solve this these i don't know i don't know how to solve these problems you
0: can't it's not it's not it's not something that 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 is solved with one solution the same way black people are not the same way black people are not a monolith you know what i mean right right what you about to say Chandler
2: yeah I was gonna say it's definitely not like a light switch that we can
1: flip and it'll just stop for sure exactly that's one. that's and that's what people are expecting it to be people are expecting it to be a a light switch it's like something that's something that's quick like a quick solution and um what'd you say Michael keep going keep going keep going no I was just saying like it's not something that's that's gonna be fixed quickly it's I, I really don't I don't know. People can talk about laws and stuff like that, but 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 those who are gonna do what they do are gonna find a way to do it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it's like
0: yeah. It's never really, been legal. It's never been legal. Even in the sixties when we look at the civil rights movement, it was never legal back then. Black people just wanted to have a social we just, we wanted social we wanted social exchange, you know, we wanted social power. But that's just not gonna happen unless we claim it ourselves by taking it economically. But um, laws never work; they ne- they never work because people will always break them. Humans will always have some sort of criminal uh, class. And, right. Um, I was
1: I was thinking about that because we was talking about um. I was thinking of like uh, of of the prohibition era, because mm-hmm. you know you, I mean obviously alcohol isn't guns; it's a big difference. But when when prohibition outlawed um, alcohol, people found a way. To get around it, you know, the people, the people who really needed alcohol, they they, they found a way. So, when, I mean, when it comes to guns, America is such a big country, and there's so much shady stuff that goes on, you know, like on the black market and things like that. I really, I really don't know um, how much how much putting gun control measures are going to stop people who want to kill with yeah. with with, with uh, weapons and stuff like that.
0: It. Give me if I'm wrong. Forgive me if I'm wrong. But black people with guns is different than white people with guns.
2: Man, yeah. very much so.
0: And multiple, and it's a multifaceted. That that statement that I just said is multifaceted. Because we have to take in consideration black people in. Baton Rouge with guns. we got to take into consideration black people with black people in Oakland with guns, black people in Compton with guns, and then you got to take into consideration the different class of people with gun, different class of black people who have guns. You got the low class, then you have the impoverished class, which is you know, quote unquote ghetto that we um, that we all uh, that we all um, call it, and then you got to take into consideration the black people who uh use their guns wisely and those who use their guns for revenge, you know, or to make their means to eat to, to meet their to meet their ends, you know, make their ends meet. Um, we got to consider all that into consideration. but one thing that you rarely see, I think I've only heard of one incident is a black person who has consi- who's committed a mass shooting. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't outside, know. It, it outside of their community, outside their community. Outside, especially, outside the community. Especially, especially, um, against white people.
1: Right. I don't, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Could Could you imagine how much like people would start tripping if if a black person committed a, a mass shooting? I'm and, not gonna lie. You know, if a black and person they were, and they were, a mass,
0: if a black person committed a mass shooting, we might all be in danger i mean
1: it's just i it's just interesting for me to like see how how much would laws change if if that happened obviously I'm not advocating for that, but yeah. i mean as uh, you know as no, change for the
0: wor- do you think they change in the, in the, for the better or in the worse
1: i mean it, it depends on it depends on what side you're on honestly it depends do you on think on that it,
0: they would that, do you think that gun control would would be would, would, would be an effect because of the mass shooting of a black person well
2: by uh, a black person yeah i I would say it depends on. only because t- so when you were mentioning race just a second ago yeah it kind of dawned on me that when a lot of people mention race when it comes to guns it's more or less it's more it's less the race more about class yeah. Like usually when people when you think about black people politically, you think lower class, economically, you know, less intact communities, no real uh productive culture. So of course yeah. you don't want guns. But yeah. particularly when you mention white people, even if they're poor white people, it's kind of presupposed that, you know, these communities are safer by default, those types of things. So
0: Yeah.
1: Mm, mm that's 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 interesting insight so wait so okay wait so you're saying that that what okay what are you saying about what are you saying about the poor white communities
0: he's saying that the poor white community I get what he's saying he's saying that the poor white communities uh, are considered safer um, but even though even though they are safer um, this is my elaboration even though they are safer um, they would even if they had like because they have guns um, versus since black people have guns it's not seen as safe neighborhood it's not seen as a safe neighborhood because right. of who yeah. had, because of because of the power you know what I'm saying they I, you know it's interesting that that you say that black people who have guns are seen as dangerous white people who have guns are seen as protectors
1: mm-hmm. man. man that's crazy that, to me that's it a- I mean, and, and honestly, it's kind of crazy you say that because the people, a lot of time when, when black people have guns, it's for protection. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's it's the opposite. It's supposed right. to be the it's, opposite.
2: It's the opposite. And really, that's where gun control started. Oh, man. Just keeping the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, we're going to let you talk about that one. We're going to no, let you talk about that one. Nah, Chandler, I was, was going to talk about that too. Yeah, right? go like, ahead, go I, ahead. No, I was going to talk about how in. Um, my doctor, Claude Anderson, books. Um, he starts talking about he starts talking about where 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 gun control actually comes from, and it comes from okay, these white people had black people enslaved right in the sixteen in the late sixteen hundreds, early seventeen hundreds, when like America really started developing into into America, um, mm-hmm. and and they hadn't they had a lot of black people enslaved, yeah. and and they was like we cannot we cannot enslave all these people and they're not going to do anything so we need to get strapped we need we need we need guns we need to have them but 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 they but they can't have them that's that's where it started out of fear started out of fear and i mean it's it's kind of crazy how it's how how we are where we are now i mean even um, michael remember i started talking to you about in 1968 um, the uh, firearm regulation law yeah, remember,
0: why? Th- you remember what I told you about that?
1: Yeah, and we was we was talking about what happened in 1968. MLK, MLK got shot. You know, they was they was scared. They was scared that black people was about to rise. And another thing, another reason why those laws, um, and like the more laws started taking place in the 80s, like 60s, 70s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, when the Black Panthers were yeah, more relevant what, and, yeah. and they were and they were patrolling Oakland protecting their communities with guns and they was like nah nah like, it's like, not like even people, that it open even carry nope no. it wasn't
0: even that though because what? what happened was was that Huey P. Newton uh, Eldridge Cleaver no no not Eldridge Cleaver wasn't a part of them at that point it was Huey P. Newton and uh, and and uh, Bobby Bobby uh, Bobby Seale they went up to the nation capital of Sacramento and they went up there with a bunch of pants. The state capital. Yeah. yeah, the state capital. They went up there with a bunch of guns and said, We we want power. And y'all gonna give us power. We're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything violent. But y'all gonna hear what we gotta say. And even if we ain't gotta say nothing. They, Cause I don't even think they said anything. They just watched. As, as they had the meeting, all gun-toted and ready, and then they saw that they were like black people with guns, and they militant. We gotta watch our st- we gotta watch our st- we gotta watch our uh, our steps. You know what I mean? And then Whoa.
2: and yeah. not only militant, but with the the a defined structure, and uh, regardless of what you think of their philosophy it was like a, a way forward for black people
1: right Facts. it Facts. was it was a way forward and, and like when, when you look at their 10-point plan you see you see the emphasis on community and education and things of that nature you know yeah. thing and they used they used to feed they used to feed black people you know there's all types of things that 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 i and you that all of us believe that 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 will help black people are beneficial even protecting the community all these things like it, it was, it was demonized. And I was something I always hate. I think about this right now. When you, when you see black people patrolling with guns, there is, there's a, um, they're, they're associated with, with, with being a militant, you know, they're associated with as being, oh, oh, you, oh, you're, you're one of, you're one of those, you, you want to, you want to shoot everything, huh? You want to, you know, all that. But when you see white people, you know, having open carry in the, in the South, you know, it's like, it's just it's, it's fine, you know. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying one is good or bad, but I'm saying why is why is it looked at when when we have the guns? It's people are actually scared now. You know, well,
0: because they know that they've done wrong. Exactly, they feel guilty. Of course, you know, white guilt is real. But to what extent is white guilt really the cause of all the things that happen? And that's that's what I really wanted to talk about today was that white guilt is not white guilt and white power don't should not be our inhibitors to becoming great we shouldn't even be using white we shouldn't even be using the white scale of power as a scale of power to reference our, our power levels in a sense I kind of see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Why why are we why are we using why are we using their why are we using their skills when first of all we were the first people to be in most of the lands that they have inhabited because if we're gonna be honest, white people never discovered not even not even uh, Europe. We know this. All the sages on this (laughs) podcast know this.
1: all the day ones
0: <laughs> you know what i'm saying shout out to shout out to my <laughs> shout out to my homie and to the young historian charles taylor who to put us on game you know what i'm saying but we say all this you know i'm saying all this because we're lost we're lost in we're lost in a white society that has brought in other minorities to distract us from even becoming ourselves. Because when you look at where we were in the 50s before um, before the other minorities, uh, their, their issues were addressed in the public, we were doing well. It was white people versus black people. But black people weren't worrying about what white people were doing until it came to social and uh political gain
1: right right it, you know i mean what yeah we, we became more um like our problems weren't like our problems were, were were more related to like like civil issues you know like civil rights you know civil liberties yeah. actual rights that's where it was like, never economic but, though no no but but our problems our problems have always been economic you know i feel like that's well, wait
0: wait were they were they really were they really economic I don't think so. I I don't think think that they were. I don't think that the economic issues. I don't think it was economic issues. I think that it's deeper than economics. Because if we look at cities like. um, What is this shit called? Uh, Alpine. No, no, not Alpine. Uh, Dang, what's it called? Uh, Something Wood. Uh, Is it Greenwood?
1: Rosewood? Rosewood.
0: Yeah, Rosewood. Yeah, Rosewood. Rosewood. Um, Tulsa Oklahoma obviously um, Detroit back in the day Springfield, Wilmington Illinois, North Carolina yeah you know what I'm saying you look at those cities right and there's they're 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 doing well they have their own society but but that that's only that's only a handful of cities though that's true but it was on its way you see what I'm saying right no it was, it was, it it was on, its, on its way I agree it was on its way you know what I'm saying the problem was it wasn't economic because we can build our own economy. It's been proven. The problem was always social. White people always were either in white black people's business or had or black people wanted to be in, wanted to be involved with the bigger moves. But it was instant gratification. And I'm about to say some real controversial stuff on this podcast right now, but I think that Martin Luther King actually did us a disservice by getting us those rights.
2: Hmm. Um, yeah, ah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you At, it Let me let
0: me let me explain, let me say let me say this. At that time in the '60s, he did us a disservice by getting us rights.
1: I mean, here's. Here's the thing about about MLK. Um, I I mean, obviously MLK did did a lot of good things. Like he was a leader. He was a leader of the movement. that oh, yeah! Don't get me this. Yeah, don't
0: get me no, wrong. No, wait.
1: no nah, nah, I'm nah, I'm, just, I'm just prefacing what I'm about to say. It's like, yeah, yeah. He he did he did a lot of good things, but um, I I I do kind of agree. I I mean, I think I think one of the problems with the movement back then was that it didn't focus enough on. On, on the economics I, Not at all. I, I don't think it focused enough on on, on the monetary aspects of, of why black people were where they were or are, mm-hmm. are, are where they are you know because when you think of like um I always, I always bring this up when you think of like black like black all black public schools something that, that infuriates me is when people always act like those schools were inferior and stuff like that. Because and it's and they make it seem like they were inferior because it was black students there. No, they were inferior. Well, a lot of the schools weren't as good because they weren't funded the same. They mm-hmm. weren't funded the same. And mm-hmm. in one of in one of Dr. Claude's books, he he highlights that the um that like the South actually agreed to to um to to fund the schools equally. This is this this is back when um the the NAACP was was pushing really hard for a Brown v. board to um, segregate to, to integrate schools. Yeah. And and the alternative that the South proposed was to um was to um you know I like have it was equal separate but equal, right? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. separate but equal back then but you know it actually wasn't separate but equal. Yeah. But yeah. that that practice would have been separate but equal. You know? Yeah. if and it would have been sep- better. If, if separate but equal was actually Utah was actually enforced like how how it was supposed to who who knows what who knows where where we would be today you know it's it like there will be thought you know it's you know it's just very interesting to think about but like I was saying I said this yesterday in a podcast that I recorded um, when slavery ended black people owned one half of wealth. One one half percent of wealth in the United States. I went in 1865. In 2022, it's the same one half percent. So it's it, it has not grown. So here's here's the thing. We need to um. I just think it's important for us to. We don't want to downplay our leaders of the past, but we need to we need to realize where they had faults. You exactly. know exactly exactly and, and Martin Luther King was not Jesus right, right. he wasn't and, and the civil rights movement wasn't perfect especially it was because and it, it kind of it always annoys me because a lot of time our racial problems are just boiled down to I hate when people okay I have no problem with like you know pe- people of color and all that type of stuff but I hate when people act like black problems are problems for every minority they're not I, I i i do not like that i do not like when, when when we are all conflated into the same category because because we are all not white you know our problems are not the same our yeah. part we Ooh. have we have different we have different traumas so black people were enslaved for 250 years and we were just set out into the damn wild
0: Man, we, we have different problems 500 years bro we have we
1: have we have different problems like I, I'm not gonna say I'm not a person of color, but I'm black. Yeah, I'm, 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 you know what Negro. I'm saying? I'm black. I'm black. i no, will take,
0: take, take it a step further. I'd be. I. I'm. I'm so black. I'm Negro.
1: Man, I'm, I'm It's, a Negro. it's, funny. It, it's funny you say that, well, It's funny you say that because I've been reading Education of the Negro*, and like you see the name of the title, Negro. Carter G. Woodson says Negro. somebody <laughs> so many times in in that book um it's it's i'm not going lie, it's wild reading his book and seeing just how how much his he wrote it in 1933. for those who don't know carter g woodson is one of the greatest black historians of of all yeah. time yeah um time. brilliant brilliant man he actually Chandler, you know he taught at howard for like a year yeah he told he, me that too. yeah yeah he was the dean he was the dean of Coas i think oh, which is the wild. college of arts and sciences i i, I think I might, I might have to get fat. Tech. He, he was a dean. He was a dean of something at Howard, but, um, but what I'm, what I'm saying is just like, and honestly, I don't even remember what I was saying.
2: Well, I was, I was thinking about this analogy, um, as you were talking, Mike. hmm I think after, after MLK, we fell in love with the jump shot. I think so, and I say that to say, um, in a way, the civil rights era and the end of it, in my opinion was sort of, more or less, begging white people for acceptance. Exactly, exactly. this is, is, you know, we know this is your system, so to speak. We wanna be a part of it. Instead of, instead of taking our easy, the layups and our mid-range jump shots, doing the work in our community culturally and economically building our base and a foundation to build from. We go all the way back to half court, you know, Steph Curry range, you yeah. try high risk high reward and we end up falling flat that's yeah. a great analogy <laughs> oh my god and i think the worst part of it is that social media has watered the effect, the effect down right because think in the 60s <laughs> people are getting out they're getting you know they're, they're coming from church in their church clothes sunday best marching down streets and now somebody can sit behind a phone screen and post a black screen and do things like that
0: jeez so it's really, man. It's, you
2: know wow it's, it's weird to see and then you, you see that now when whenever something happens say uh a black person dies at the hands of police yeah the first thing you think the first thing you hear people say is something referring to the white power structure and not saying that they're not culpable to it to an extent Mm-hmm. But it's like what
0: can we do ourselves where can we start to fix the problem that's 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 where we always mess up we always say how can and I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying that you're wrong I'm not saying you're wrong mm-hmm. I'm, I, actually I'm saying you're right how can we as a society as a massive society fix what's going on in black society that's what they always say. And when they, and whenever we say how can we. That's what we mean as well. Instead of how can we as black people. Elevate so that they stop killing us. It's never. It's, it's always what can we do. To. Um, get these white people to stop killing us. It's never. What can we do to protect ourselves. White people are never going to stop wanting to kill us. Why would they? Why would they want to stop killing us when, as we live, we're killing them? Literally. The more the more that we reproduce, the smaller the white position the white percentage gets. And another thing that really that really kind of gets me is same the same kind of same kind of uh same kind of point same, same stream con- consciousness. Why would white people want to put dollars in the black hand?
2: while simultaneously giving up their own power. You see what I'm saying? It's
0: not a charity. This is not a charity. This this thing that they call life, there are three things that that, people, I I don't remember what book this was in, but there are three motivations to life. It is reproducing, which is sex, self-preservation, which is the will to live, and uh, what's the other one? This the last one there's another motivation i forgot what it was but it was like to thrive to live life to the fullest why would white people want to take away the ability to live life freely when knowing that if they take that away there's going to be a war literally right now it's genocide right now it is genocide Economic genocide, spiritual genocide, and even physical genocide. When we look at how police, how police brutality is affecting, and where white terrorism is coming into play, it's, it's genocide. But if we are able to get some sort of funding, because that's really what war is—it's just the over—it's just the over, it's just the over of big companies uh, making money off of war. Right, that's that's really what it is. If we can figure out how to get some money. To fund our war we would win I I'm, honestly
2: I feel like we we have the money I don't, I don't think the funny I think where we're looking for answers is an issue because wherever you look for answers is who you give power to if I mm. if I ask you the same question as I do Josiah I'm gonna get a different answer right yeah. so if we're looking to Sh- power or white people for the answer and they prescribe us something and it's, it clearly hasn't worked for you know past what sixty years at least. Yeah. Just, we keep looking to this structure yeah. over and over the, the same, doing the same thing over and over again is insanity. Bro, so we have shout to, to, look, to we shout out to Coach Rock. We have down, the like. funding. We yeah. have the funding. We know the value of the black dollar. So if we just look within our own communities, I think we can find a better answer. But it'll take it'll require a lot of us, out of us.
1: It requires it requires us, and the thing is, man. Another thing I was talking about the other day is you. I, I know y'all seen the um, you, y'all seen the Juneteenth um, merch. Oh that, my Jesus! From that Walmart, Walmart put out.
0: From yeah, Walmart. Yeah, you seen
2: that, trailer? Yeah, I saw it. I, saw it. <laughs> I just got
0: one question. I just got one question, I just got one question for all for anybody. For I got two questions actually. Walmart board of trustees or whoever made this decision. Who in their right mind said that this was a good idea? And second of all, why is it cheesecake and red velvet? Like like out of every flavor that you could have did bro, to represent black bro, people, why is bro, it red velvet and cheesecake? Hey, <laughs> like, hey, I'm, Michael, you know
1: I'm Michael, I'm not going to lie. It it's it's not a bad idea for them. Like obvi- from no, 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 from from, from their perspective. No, it's because not. you know, and because and it shows it shows the power of the black dollar. It shows the power. They will do anything to pander to us. They will do anything to get our money, because they know how much black people spend and they know how much we spend outside of our community.
0: But it's disrespectful too, though. I don't know. It if is you disrespectful. Saw this. I don't know if you saw this, but they 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 send in bits of disrespect when they accept it. When they but 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 here's the thing. I was, I was gonna say this is this is the part that was disrespectful. You go down probably about fifteen of the items that were that were teeth merch, and right in the middle of it, there's a police there's a there's a police uh, there there was a police like it was like a, a a blue lives matter shirt, and then it keep going to the rest of Juneteeth is Isn't that crazy? No, no way. I swear. No, someone had like, to like, it was like someone the, someone had seven, had it was like the 17th there. item. It was like the 17th item. I, all
1: right, you need to send me that thing because I need to look at that for myself.
0: I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Uh, that's crazy. Chevron Sage posted it. I was like, wow, that's, that's disrespectful. He, that's he crazy. Didn't, obviously, he didn't notice it as, as disrespect, but I noticed right off top. I was like, yeah, that's right. disrespectful.
1: Now, what I was going to say, though, is that these these companies, it doesn't matter if they disrespect us because yeah. we're still gonna buy their stuff yeah like we're, we're still gonna buy it but how many times have black people been disrespected by by big companies or whatever how many times this happened a lot you
0: can go down the list you can Gucci, go down the
2: you, list <laughs> you, yo wait, wait wait
0: i'm about to i'm about to give y'all a little black <laughs> yeah, i forgot about the h&m stuff <laughs> what what would they do what, what remember was like the yeah yeah i was gonna say you remember when burberry made the noose hoodie
1: they made a noose hoodie?
0: Yes. I didn't even know that. What? They made a noose hoodie. Wow. It was around the wow. same time when Gucci came out with that, uh, with that, the, uh, uh, I forgot what was. It was like a mask or some shit or as a mask or something. I forgot, I forgot what it was, but it was crazy. It was crazy, but you were saying, you were saying that you were saying these big companies, what?
1: Nah, these, these big companies. I, I mean, you can honestly go down the list. I feel like a lot. A lot of big companies, more more than we are willing to accept, have yeah. disrespected our community in in some way. And honestly, we all need to take accountability because I know all three of us still buy from these companies that have disrespected yeah. us. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a it's it's a foul, cruel game. It's crazy how much we just ignore. Like we, I think Kendrick Lamar said this on, on his last album on oh, the album he just dropped. He um, it was like in the it was one of the early songs. He was talking about we have been through so much as black people, so much has been thrown at us that we have just learned to accept it. We have just learned to accept it and, and continue pushing. And and this is something that um when I was reading Miseducation of the Negro yesterday, um, uh, Carter G. Woodson was talking about, um, he was talking about this chapter, I think it was chapter 13, Understanding the Negro. And he was talking about how um, especially it was more prevalent in that time period they didn't always they didn't highlight black black excellence like as much as we do today there's really there was a lot of hidden history they didn't even know how much the ancient Af the ancient egyptians they didn't know how how much how influential they were in the mediterranean like ancient greece and all that but yeah but what i was what i was getting to is that our i was talking about i talked about this to akil like, and carter g was talking about this he was talking about this our arts, art is something that is made through struggle. That's that's the reason why Black people are, are contribute the most to this country. Have contributed the most to this country's art, and why Europe has stagnated because because their 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 art is stuck in the past. And and Black well, he was talking about in the, in the 1930s, European art has stagnated. He was, t- he was talking about other cultures and how their art has um their art has has has, was made through struggle, and what I'm what I'm getting to this is that well, something something that's art something that's artful about Black people. How funny Black people are, you know how how funny we are. There's I feel like there's no other race that's as funny as yeah. us. That's obviously that's obviously subjective. But if you aren't Black, tell me tell me which race is funnier than Black people. Um, well, I mean, there's and a reason wait, wait, for wait, them, wait, wait 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 hold on, on, on hold on. on. When, when, and, and what I'm trying to say is that that's facts but at the same time our funniness we we tend to laugh at our problems and we don't try to fix them that's because we because because we are so used to to us being the joke you know there's always some type of bs that goes on and it's been happening for hundreds of years this this is generational trauma you know I always, I always say this. I can trace my I can trace my, my family's lineage from slavery uh, on my on my grandfather's side, five five generations. That's that's five different people. That's five fathers, five mothers, you know, who had an impact. And like and it trickles down. And what I'm saying is these 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 habits are passed down. We and we as black people have a habit of just looking over our problems and moving on to the next one because it's so normal for us. We need to stop doing that yeah we need to actually hit our problems on the nail and what i was i was talking the reason why i said the kill's name earlier is because i was talking to him about it earlier we just having a discussion about it just how how we it, it, it's it's like it's a blessing and a curse because yeah. we, we tend we tend to make too much light of our situations and i'm not gonna lie i do the same thing like i'm i make jokes i make i make jokes about you know about about being black in america you know and and it's funny we all we all do we all we all make those jokes We all do, you know, I was just, I was just, I was just thinking, of how insightful that, that, that chapter was and what it made me think about, because, you know, we, we've been dealing with a lot of the same stuff for a really long time and we don't, um, you know, we haven't been as proactive with change. Yeah,
0: I would say. Ooh, Um, wait, wait, can I, can I just say something? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All right, on a previous podcast, okay, so I'm, should I just, should I just say what happened? Yeah. (laughs) Alright, so we record this podcast. uh, This is our second time recording it. Because uh, the first time uh, we recorded it, I still have my file, but his file got corrupted. So we couldn't meet them, so we couldn't uh, bring them together so uh, so you guys could hear it. But in that podcast, I was really passionate. But I was saying... That and, and, and that
1: was that was a week ago, but
0: That was a week ago. Yeah, it was. It was. I haven't ago. had. I've, I've been. I've been busy. We couldn't get together to get this one done. But whole time time zone struggle. Reason, yes. Oh my gosh. But um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because of what he just said. Proactive. One of the things I said. One of the rants I made on the other one was this. Black people are reactive. We are reactive people. Every time something happens, we react to it. Instead of being proactive, there's a difference. When you're proactive, you're able to see um, and assess a, a situation, come up with multiple solutions to the problem, and act on it. That's what being proactive is. For instance, I have a ticket that I have to pay by June 9th or something like that. I've already paid it. Reason being is because if I hadn't have paid it, the, the ticket either would have went up or I would have had a warrant out for of my arrest, right? I had multiple different solutions. I could have went down to Santa Barbara and uh, disputed it. That could have worked. I could have easily just paid the 200 and just had a point on, on my record. But no, I decided to be to be do the most responsible thing, which is to pay that three hundred for the, for the ticket. I already did something to deserve it. Why make the repercussions even worse? Do you see where I'm getting 300 at? Three
2: hundred is three hundred is stiff for a ticket. How fast were you, <laughs> yeah, <that, that> <laughs> you going?
1: Yeah, that is that's very stiff.
0: How fast were you going, bro? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. The cop caught me at like. 86 but i was really i was really going a lot faster than that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie but he was like he was
1: nah, like I'm not, nah bro them them tickets in the bay bro and babies they be they be high up there bro taxing. it's not like louisiana bro yeah,
2: i gotta speed. I, I was caught doing 86 and my speaking ticket was like
0: 120.
1: oh, nah. oh wow nah, <laughs> nah.
0: You know, and like so, we have we got uh we got HOV lanes, which is like carpool. If you get caught riding in that, that's four ninety, bro. Four hundred and ninety dollars, four hundred ninety one dollars nah, to be exact.
1: Nah, Michael. Um, in in December, I got in trouble because um, like when I when I was driving the Safeway, I used to always drive in the shoulder. Um, to, to get to, to like cut through traffic because <laughs> there, there's like nah, cause there's like a little curve like it's like like it's where the freeway turns into a street and there's always super there's a lot of traffic right there so I always I always finesse it every day driving the shoulder but the one because no one else drives in the shoulder but one of the days I was driving there was a cop sitting in the shoulder so I couldn't keep going He's, I, east. so I tried to finesse I so tried to drive around but then he then he turned the sirens on got me
0: just and, and
1: and and luckily, luckily he let me go. He let me go, but he told Wait, he me to get my tents Yeah, but he told me to get my tents removed. He told me to get my front tents removed.
0: That's it. Yeah,
1: but they weren't even that dark. It was like twenty percent. Uh,
0: is that is that on is that is that still on the uh, Falcon? Uh,
1: Bro, stop calling it the. Oh, you, yeah, you're right. Is the this nigga really? Thought. You thought you thought no. I said the Mando, didn't you? you yes, thought I, th- I, said I thought you mando. did. Yeah, I thought you said you did. Yes, yes, it's on the Falcon, bro. Yes.
0: <laughs> is this? Is it? Is, are they still on?
1: My back ones are, because he, he told me to get my front ones taken off.
0: Dang. So he had. Dang.
1: Yeah, yeah. That he was he was a real cuck for that. But um, <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is what it is. I'm at the line.
0: I'm not gonna lie. That was probably the most um, intellectual insult I've heard in a very long time. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I might even look for that. I might <laughs> uh,
1: even go repeat it. But like, for real, though, like, I don't know. He could have just let me go. He's he just had to punish me in some way. He had to be like, nah, you're not yeah. getting away that easy. He had and to he let made you Blake know that he was superior. Right, right, right. Wait, hold on. Um, Chandler, do you remember what you was about to say earlier? No, I don't. But something else popped in my
2: mind since we're talking about police. Um,
0: yeah.
2: Ooh, this weird connection that people have with the police. Uh, what is your sense. What is your
0: opinion? What is your opinion on what we should do with police? With policing per se, more black people.
2: Wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait. Finish your thought first. Okay. Finish, finish uh, I thought. was gonna say, it's it's weird how. Um, so I know like in 2020 after George Floyd incident um, people were saying defund the police defund the police but then it wasn't followed up with anything else right so yeah. now you take police off the streets and there's nothing to fill the void so I it's weird how like it's, it's not defund the police repeal gun laws or defund the police and increase gun ownership right yeah it's mm. yeah. like there was a I can't remember what kind of store it was. It might have been a pawn shop in uh, in Minnesota, and he was he got jail time for defending his store against a looter. What? But, yeah, because they have a duty to retreat law, so you have to you have to basically give up your stuff whenever somebody you know, and that's crazy because if you say defund the police, you have to it has to be followed up with something, right? Yeah, right. And so I heard this guy I listened to on YouTube. Um, his name is Young Ripper, fifty nine. He was like, um, if people say defund the police, okay, tell them to defund it all the way, and then say just repeal all the gun laws. Like, yeah. just take it to the logical end. Just flip, flip the, the spectrum completely.
1: Hmm. That's interesting. That's I agree. something I've, I've kind of I've thought about when it, when all the when George Floyd when all of that um, stuff was going on, people were talking about defund the police, and and yeah, it it sounds cool, but what like what do you what are you gonna do with that? Like, what is it? What is the next step? You know, like, what is what is the next step? What are you gonna do after? Is is defunding the police gonna gonna stop the problem? Is putting yeah. it is putting money into social pro- programs gonna gonna help people out? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. It's really because, like Chandler, like Sarge always talks about. He talks about like a reason why you know, like a in, in urban earning and like in like young black youth a reason. A reason for like a lot of the things, the crimes, the stuff that they commit, a lot of it's due to economic, um, um, yeah. like like economic opportunities not being there, you know. And I didn't, I didn't, I was not trying to make a correlation to young, young black youth and, and policing, but I'm just talking. What I what I'm trying to say is, what are the, what are the solutions? Like we need to focus on actual like real good solutions and solutions that we can do within our own community, like we was talking about earlier. Because um, we're all, we're always looking up to the we're always looking up to the man, you know. We're always looking up to, to Uncle Sam trying to kind of solve our problems when when we're complaining about him in the first place. We 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 complain about the United States and the government. You know, you know. So why are we looking for him to stop the problem that it, we keep in, encountering?
2: It's an abusive relationship.
1: Right. It, it's an abusive relationship.
0: It's not even that. It's not even that. It's not even Stockholm syndrome. I've heard people say that the black, they've compared the, the black plight to Stockholm syndrome. You you have you heard that before?
1: I haven't, but it makes sense.
0: So like the thing that's crazy. Hold on a second. Let me uh, do this real quick. Alright. The thing the thing the thing that I that I would compare the black community to is a dying plant. we have no foundation right? we don't have anything to help us grow but we have all these weeds around us telling us that by, by watering or giving up our nutrients to them they'll, they'll somehow be able to provide us with the adequate um, nourishment to help us grow and we continue to die and we continue to stay stagnant and we continue to let them kill us Um, knowing that they have the power to either say we live or die. Yet they say that this is the land of the free. Isn't that so amazing? Isn't that so astonishing? that, Mm. That they literally have the power to kill every single one of us and say... And choose not to, right? But not give us what we deserve.
1: Wait, I'm kind no of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of confused that way. At what you're saying?
0: They have the power, right? They have all the guns. They have all of the might. They have all the economic power to just actually finish the genocide instead of lingering and letting you know these people live in captivity. Which is why I say that we still live in slavery, but. Reason I'm saying all of this is not to say that white people are superior. I'm saying this to say that black people need to get out of an inferior mindset, and the only way to do that is to stop letting us. Is to give us is to give ourselves power. Right. I feel like because I kind of got lost in that in that in that train of thought,
1: but yeah, yeah you kind of did, but it's all good though. But uh, the, the our listeners understand.
0: And I kind of the reason I was saying that was to try to gear the conversation more into solutions instead of begging, instead of you know begging the question of what are these solutions.
1: Right, right. I, but I mean, a lot of time, it's hard to do that because a lot of the time we don't even. Know no, I'm saying, the I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, are, are I'm
0: saying, I'm saying the solutions because remember I told you I had some today and I wanted to get into them and see. What ah, 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 ah. Okay, okay. You see, what I'm saying so. Yeah. The main solution that I have is a couple. I have a couple main solutions. Why do we can Okay. Let's, let me let me set it up. Let me set up the story. Remember when you said that black people only spend outside of our community?
1: Yeah, 98% of yeah, our dollars. I mean, obviously it's not only community.
0: it's not only but it's 98%. It's damn only. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. You want know what the difference is between us spending 98% outside of our community and 98% on goods?
1: What's the difference?
0: We're spending them on white goods, right? But the other, but the major percentage of us spending money on these white commu- uh, in the white community, Is not for goods, but for services. Right, plumbers, electricians, um, appraisers, realtors. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm getting into? We spend all this money on the wrong, in the wrong places, and on top of that, on the wrong stuff. Because you take consideration all the black people who keep buying all these VVS. diamond necklaces and watches rolexes uh and even jordan's because jordan's not even 100% owned by a black man it's owned by nike and then it's returned Mm -hmm. back to him or returned back to the company which is which he has multiple shares in if you're not going to buy the share or the stock of the of, of 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 these companies instead of buying their products which is a temporary asset At least take consideration the job that you have, as of right now, where you're working for a corporation, right? Or you're working in the job market and you're forced to either clock in to some white agency or you're working with white agencies. Right. Why aren't we... Why, why is, and then another thing that, it, that, it is, that is a huge problem in the black community is the three-way-out system. Which is fast money, basketball, or music. Right? Which is music being our, our, our looking for our way out in uh, art, basketball by looking for a way out into a cage, into another cage. <laughs> and then and then drug and then drugs which is another way to look for a fast way to get into a cage right a, why are those the worst a worst cage exactly why are those the three solutions as of right now to save us from black flight
1: because that's what we're showing it was for our role models yeah that's <laughs> well you, that <laughs> 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 like. you see what i'm saying
0: and instead, and remember, remember, I'm about, to, I'm about to let Joey get into this because he can explain this a little better than me. What happened to all of the bourgeoisie and 9-to-5 dudes in the 60s? Or no, in the 80s. Oh, oh,
1: man. You want me to talk about it now? Yeah. All right. Okay. I, man, I talked about this um, talked about this yesterday. Because uh, um, my roommate, he, he, he likes to watch Snowfall, and he always used to tell me, about just things going on in that show, Franklin. and you know, it's kind of it's crazy that we have this conversation about uh, a man, a man working a nine to five and stuff like that. But why why is that even a um, why is that even a thing that's that's discussed? Because in the '60s, well, the my, my grandma didn't care that my grandfather worked worked all day at the at, at the um, at He's a longshoreman, and he worked at a. Um, he was an engineer. Like she, she didn't, like she didn't care. Like, like women respected those 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 roles. And I'm not, I'm not saying women don't don't respect it today, but a lot a lot more of them don't compared to how it was back then. And what I'm segueing into is how in this this changed in the '70s and '80s because Michael was talking about fast money and during during the crack epidemic, a lot of. Who we we were selling the crack to each other, you know it was being put in our communities, but we were selling it to each other, and this this fast money kind of it showed it kind of it kind of screwed up dating a little bit, cause why? Cause women women love security, you know, and that's 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 how women are, you know. Women women need that financial. And you know, security it's even cra- it's crazy
0: man. that you say that 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 women love security because fast money does not provide security right it provides right. temporary it, it provides temporary satisfaction yeah exactly but but, but, but for those
1: but for those who aren't as mature yeah they can't they can't tell the difference
2: yeah logically it doesn't make sense but you know maturity would definitely play a part you
1: know that. maturity maturity plays a part and especially you know do women, you think that, that it's
0: maturity or do you think or do you think that it's with time that they realize that 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 they're not right for them and that the emotions died, because we all Bro. know how. Because we all know. Actually, let's not get into that. Let's not get wait, in, Let's not get into I'll, the dating aspect wait, of this, because wait. that's gonna take us this conversation to a completely different front.
1: Wait, wait. Before before we before we uh, segue into other stuff, I was just gonna say that that all the all the crack dealers making that fast money, kind of showed. Uh, this any any anybody in the profession where to where like money, money comes slower. It wasn't looked at as, it wasn't looked at as like, as glamorous and cool, you know, you can't get the lifestyle. And I feel like in our world, our world is, our world is getting more and more connected with, with internet.
0: Yeah.
1: And this is, this is kind of after, this is kind of after the severe effects of the crack epidemic. This is now when the internet came along, we are kind of just, this is just the reality now, you know, when, it's it's worse now because you see social media you see the lifestyles people are living and it's literally you can see it through the click of a button back then no one like you didn't you never saw you never really saw glamorous stuff like that in your community you didn't see that you because you you lived in a community where everyone else was like you yeah where everybody Mm -hmm. else was like you so you didn't see all that crazy glamorous cool stuff but now Oh, we so connected. I can literally look up somebody famous. I, I can look, I can look up Lil Baby right now on Instagram and look at his chains and be like, "Oh, I want that," you know. And and right. and that's right, a great point. you that's know,
2: because it's your your role model is no longer, you know, your dad or your you know your friend's dad who works at the factory down the street, you know, that's his career, or you know, the pastor down the street who providing for his family. It's this rapper who you know no one no one lives like the one percent like that's not a sustainable formula especially for the average person
0: and and it was funny that you say that because rappers try to live like the one percent but are they really the one percent no because they keep spending their money and their assets are depreciating which means by the time that they get into their 30s they're dead like their money's dead not not necessarily you know actually dead but Reason right. I'm saying all the reason, reason I reason I brought that up, Joey, was because of this. When you look at the people who our role models are, their jobs are not obtainable. It's hard to replicate that process and obtain the exact same, you know, status. Mm-hmm. What? But instead of instead of idolizing them as much. And we start idolizing and, and and it's crazy how they became our leaders too. You know what I mean? Oh, that's a hey, <laughs> like, that, that's one of the Mike. Hey Mike,
1: that's one of the most classic black Lotus sound bites. The uh, the, uh <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about. Who who are yeah. the leaders of the black community? Yeah. Hey, who Oh my god, that stuff makes me so mad because it's like, how much can we even control this? We We're having these conversations, but but how many people aren't? We gonna keep looking up to to these rappers and athletes as the people who are expected to save the community. Kendrick said that I am not your savior. He said exactly. I am not your Ex- savior. Exactly.
0: I wanted to talk about that. I'm gonna talk that on about that on a different podcast. I know I just screamed the fuck out of that out of your ear, chilling, My fault. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the reason I'm saying all I'm gonna talk about that on a different podcast. The reason I'm saying all this is because. We need to focus. I mean, you
1: can talk about it now if you want.
0: No, nah, I want to talk about it on a different podcast. I'm actually, I'm, I'm gonna to have to do a deep dive on Dan. I'm Dan. You're gonna do a series about each song that he did. It's gonna be a very short podcast, but I'm gonna do a series about each song he did. But um, the reason I'm saying all this is because black people need to stop spending money on trying to start businesses for goods. Entrepreneurship should not be goods-based. It should not be limited to only goods-based and working with white people, um, businesses. Right. Trades is where we really need to go and we need to look into.
2: Booker T. Washington. Oh, <laughs> Booker T. Washington. I'm
1: saying, well, man. Oh my God, it's crazy, because the next chapter that I need to read, Education of the Negro, he talks about vocational jobs. Yes, he talks about I me. Mean, I I haven't read it yet, but that's the name of the next chapter.
0: Exact Build, bu- building
1: up the building up the workforce.
0: It's not even. But see, here's the thing: building here's up thing. skills. It worked. It worked back. It could have worked back then because we are we already had cities like Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Rosewood and Springfield, because back then those trades were owned by Black people.
1: Right. Now the trades aren't
0: owned by black people, so it's not pushed for as much, unless you're in a school where there's tracks, like tech. That's true. Hey, wait, hold on. I
1: was thinking about this when you said Booker T. You know, it was really interesting. This is how I knew my professor was brilliant. We was talking about Booker T and stuff like that um, in my my black political theory class. You said
0: was um, you said was you said her your professor was what dead dumb?
1: That's how that's how that's how I knew he was he was legit. Oh okay okay. Um, cause he he said he said uh, you know you know how people talk about Booker T. Everybody calls him a coon and stuff like that. And he said he said a lot of Booker T's like ideologies like it lines up with like black nationalism. When. Mm-hmm. when when you, I think I texted you that one time. I, I think I told you Possibly, that. Possibly, yeah. When he was, um, because like Booker T's, like his 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 aim towards trying to build up the black workforce, mm. it it's it's nation building.
0: Yeah.
1: It's it's nation building, and that's, that's one of the things is. I hate. I hate I hate when people and I'm not gonna lie, Doctor Cloud really he really hates on um, on Booker T, and I, I don't I don't like that because I feel like what he was trying to what I feel like he was trying the message he was preaching was what we needed at that time
0: exactly what
1: we needed we needed to build up our workforce we need exactly. to we need to build up you know skills skill you know just focusing on skilled trades agriculture which is what black people were good at because because we had because we had came from slavery that's Man. that's what we were good at focusing on what we were good at and honing in on that
2: and i think before you finish your point i think we can see the value of that now with like the inflation and everything like that the value of like agriculture right diesel like truck driving stuff like that i think it see yeah. the value of that
1: because it stays Bro, that's crazy because i was reading about this and um powernomics um dr claude he was saying that he was talking about tech and everything and how and how um tech is gonna be big he was saying black people we need to get into the natural resources business and because well, that stuff is never going away yeah. we, we, we yeah. need we need to get it we need to get into that sector because you know people people are going to start abandoning it like well it's not going to be abandoned because it's important but people aren't going to see how important it is we need to we need to take over that because everybody's all focused on tech you know everybody wants to be everybody wants to do be the next big app or whatever we need to we need to look at that natural resource game and like i was talking about i don't i i'm not getting into agriculture you know because that's 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 not what i see myself doing I, but I, I'm, but I'm just but just
0: most th- in my later years but keep going
1: Right, 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 you know, like, but like not you know, not, not like in our twenties and thirties, but yeah. um what i'm what I'm saying is just we need to um just just act like participate in nation building that's that's nation building, building up your workforce that that's what other races have done. um in black Res and white liberals, Michael, you remember Thomas Sowell was talking about how um he was talking about how which what's ethnic group, he was I think he was talking about Asians. Asians who Asians came, yeah, Asians it well. Yeah, a- so It's it's like it's like no, You are talking, um,
0: talking about the Middle Easterns? The
1: middle no, the no, right. no, 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 no. I'm no. He's talking. I'm talking about how Asians when they came to America, they, they, oh, they he, were just grinding. Yeah, yeah. They like they they were just grinding and grinding and grinding, yeah. and then they would use that money on their on their kids to to um, get their kids higher up, yeah. and it it starts it starts a cycle. It's cycle, but 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 one generation has to grind, and, and you know what's
0: interesting about that is right. that uh, this is a small a small uh, small small uh, excerpt, or not excerpt but insert. How many Asian people do you know who are in college? What is what is what is how many how many how many people how many Asian people percentage wise do you know? Out of all the Asian people that you know, how many of them are in college?
1: Man, I. I mean,
2: we from the bay, Michael, so, you know.
0: We I know. I know. I, I, I already <laughs> I'll say know. for
2: me, all but one. All but one. And I, I'm going to take, take a leap here. Because it's not just the Asian community. You look at Asians. You can even look at black immigrants. Yep, yep, yep. Indians. And I think a huge part of that is the patriarchal patri- patriarchal structure. I think that plays a huge part of of their yes. societies, of yes. their society, and yes, their within our society. Yeah, no, yes. it's
1: no, it's 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 this that and their their values, yeah, their their cultural values. Like in in China, they have they have bigger values on education, Edu- education and family. That's important. See that that's that's one of the differences. You know, when we talk about other races, I don't want to I don't want to make it seem like like black people. Um, are just are just bad because because of because of what because of what we have or haven't done because honestly those those cuts those cultures came to america with their culture intact you know they were able to have their culture intact otherwise black people you know we were enslaved and, and and we came out of it with nothing as like um chandler sarge always talks about this um sarge is a youtuber that me and chandler watch he always talks about this he says the the immigrants from other countries those are usually the best from those countries so they're, they're gonna the model,
0: have they're the model minority they,
1: they're they're gonna have an advantage over over you know because you know they've succeeded in their country and you know most of the world uses capitalism so if they're successful there they're gonna know how to do it here yeah you know but what i will say is that we do need to look at those other communities and take and take bits and scraps from And how we can use it for ourselves like how dr claude another thing dr claude says he says when you go into an asian community you you know you're in one because you see in the when when, when you go to a chinatown you see the big structure that lets you know you're in chinatown
2: and you see asian people over asian stores
1: exactly you know you're in a chinatown when you're in one otherwise in in black communities our our um our our landmarks or our structures it's not it's, it's not it's not our, it's not good things it's, it's, it's a not positive in the
0: sign of Oakland. that's what our
1: exactly exactly is. that's what i'm saying it's and not and it's not Martin positive
2: the king boulevard
1: and the mother of the king yeah. boulevard yes
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> right right it's and, and, and that is positive that is positive but at the same time that it's,
0: it's ironic it's, it's <laughs>
1: ironic and it's just a street yeah i don't just think a street. it's positive
0: i just think that is ironic
1: I mean, not, there's no positive. I don't
0: think that it's, it's positive it's pos- for one reason. It's because they, it's positive. It's, for- there's no Malcolm X Boulevard. Do you see a Malcolm X Boulevard or Avenue? Man, I
2: mean, you don't. Yeah, that's a whole another positive. Damn, you that's don't. That- you really <laughs> don't. <laughs> you,
0: don't. you don't. Point. You don't, bro. And that that
1: don't even surprise me. But still, like you don't see that at all.
0: You see what I'm saying? So I, 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 that's so 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 that that's really what, what bothers me. When it comes to that, so I think that trades is is the way out, and the other thing is is that we need to start educating our kids,
1: bro. But like for real, but
0: like, but not by putting them in private schools, but by putting them in academies that promote black excellence. And I'm not talking about this liberal black excellence. I'm talking about literal black excellence about how we can invent things how we can how we can maintain order how we can get them to become firefighters policemen all all types of stuff because if we can because listen this this is where i was going to go when we were talking about police police run by districts a lot of people don't a lot of people a lot of people when they talk about this stuff they don't they don't really comprehend that that police run by districts for instance I used to stay on thirty on a seventy third, which is by Eastmont Mall. For all those people who know where that is, Um, I used to stay over there with my uh, with my gaga. Um, The reason I'm saying that is because all the police officers who were in that neighborhood would come from the Eastmont Mall. So if you have a district of black people. And you have all these black officers who have made a fraternity inside of the black inside of the police academy to, to promote black safety and black protection. We have a whole different it would be a completely different story. A completely right. different story. Only people we'd have to watch out for are the black people in the white neighborhoods. And by those means. Those those uh, those black um, those black officers who are um, who are in the academy would also be in the fraternity, so they look out for those to for the straight, for the strays. You know what I mean? you, right. you understand what I'm saying? All this to say, if we educate our kids, the next generation is going to be ten times better than us. Wanna know why? And I'm not just talking about educating our kids um, econ- economically and, eco- and 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 uh, academically i'm talking lifestyle wise getting them to be better men which is why i'm pushing for the black lotus academy so hard right as a, as you know what i'm saying because if we can give them the mentors that they need they're going to be 10 times better than their mentors exactly. because they're going cuz Cause we're starting them off with a great foundation, which we did never have.
1: Exactly. exactly. You see what I'm saying? That's, right now, I agree, bro. I agree. I think um, when I, I was applying to, to a fellowship uh, in Oakland uh, earlier today, and um, yeah. something that I something that I was talking about, something that I thought that black people, so something something that I cared about was education. I think we need to educate our youth, and and you know to to teach them to to teach them you know how to how to make it in this world but also teach 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 black youth in a um in, in a way that that is understandable for us carter g yeah. was talking about that he was talking about how we need to we need to build up the funds and make our and, you know pull up the funds and make our own schools to where we teach a curriculum that is that is that is designed for us you know it doesn't have to be drastically different but I mean, even when you talk about history, for, for me, when I was going to, I, I always liked history, but I do know, like, uh, there were a lot of black kids who didn't because it wasn't, it was never actually applicable or relatable to their lives because, yeah. you know, we aren't learning about black figures, you know, we need to learn about, we need to learn about those who did great things before us so, so we don't, so we don't grow up with a mindset of inferiority and thinking that, oh, niggas can't do shit, niggas have yeah. never done shit. Because as crazy as it sounds, I know none of us think like that, but there are plenty of black people who still think like that, and it's not—it's not even—it's not not their fault. They're just miseducated.
0: Not even miseducated. They have—they have been seen. They have seen their lives through a different lens. Right, and 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 here's that is—I feel like that that statement right there is very, very volatile to what really is going on nowadays
1: right and here's another thing Chandler starts talking about this again um he's talking about how a lot of time these these black kids when they're growing up in their communities they don't have a lot of positive role models because a lot of the role models that they would have moved out
0: yeah that's what i was that's what i was trying to get you to say earlier
1: ah yeah a lot of them a lot of them a lot of them moved out because they went because i mean if a, a successful black person in america if, if he's in especially if he's in corporate America he's probably living amongst amongst white people and and, exactly. and, he, and he left and he left his community for whatever reasons he may have I'm not saying what he should and do he lives I'm just now saying in
0: the suburbs.
1: right I'm just saying that's the reality of the situation and these black kids they don't they don't see that success because they don't see him and they don't see the point of right. of, of getting educated and going to college because they're just like oh like I don't see anybody doing that why am I gonna do it I noticed that that at the kids at the kids that, who used to come into my job and steal every day like they didn't have any positive role models their their dad was coming into my store stealing too <laughs> you, you know he was coming into the store stealing so like wh- who are they gonna look up to if their father is doing that you're supposed to look up to your dad you know it's just it's just things like that those are all just things we need to um you know eventually me and michael are gonna start that are gonna, are gonna start that a mentorship program because that's, we, we, we really need that. It's, yeah. it's that black youth. Like, they need to, you know, we, that's where it starts. Yeah. That's I'm where not it starts. Lie. But...
0: I hate saying this, but I feel like black people of today, all the people who are born right now, they're lost. And, 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 and it's not going to get better for them. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to my mom. I'm sorry for my grandma. I'm sorry for all the people who are in their 90s. It's, it's not, it's not, life is, life starts with youth. If you don't, I'm, I don't, I don't like to say it like this, but it's easier to start from a pure start than start from a negative start. Everybody knows this. For instance, hey, if you trip and you bruise your knee, your knee's going to have a scar. You're always going to remember that scar. But if your knee has no scar and you just put lotion on that shit every day, you're going to have the most beautiful knees in the world. That came Bro. out as a very, 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 very weird analogy. But you guys yeah. all got what I was saying,
1: bro. Bro, Michael, that reminds me of what you said before. Like, it seems like your opinion has kind of changed because we was talking about. Um, remember a year ago when, when Kevin Samuels and Doctor Umar they were uh, they were um, beefing, and remember you mm-hmm. said you liked Kevin more because Kevin focuses on the adults, while Umar is yeah. focused on the kids.
0: Yeah. I I I feel like I feel like I feel like the reason why. I'm, it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. I'll say that it hasn't changed. Um, the reason why it had. I- I- wait, wait, hold on.
1: Hey, 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 Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, man.
0: Yeah, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. We still haven't done that. Uh, that that uh, tribute video for him. Damn, We're gonna yeah, do I one. Think. We're gonna do one. We're gonna do one when we get the iPad. When we get when you, when we get my iPad, and you come back. All right, man. Because it, it at this point it's there's there's no time on it. There's there's no time frame because it's, it's it's been two three weeks now, but yeah, um, yeah rest in peace, rest in peace, and Kevin Sam is That shit hurt, bro. But the reason why it hasn't changed is because my focus is on the foundation of kids. But in order to have, in order for this to work, their household also has to be promoting the same stuff that the academy has is promoting.
1: Facts, but so? yeah, it ha- it ha- it
0: has to, it has to be promoting. It has to be promoting the same thing that the academy is promoting. It has to be promoting black excellence. You can do anything you want because you're because you're going to be great. But you but 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 what happens is is that you have these black fathers who are who have problems with their mothers, like in the song "Cry Together." Which is why I think that that song is a crazy song, which really just tells us—it really tells us how we view each other, us black men, how we view black women, how black women really value us. Um, that song, Father Time, crazy, crazy, and on top, and then, um, Mother, I'm sober. Those three songs are really my favorite because they talk about the. Depth of which black society are real problems. Those are where all of our problems really stem from, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Auntie's Auntie's diary is uh, is another one. I can't speak to it because I'm not of that uh, intersectionality group, um, but I w- from 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 what I've heard. Um, it, it, it does tell a lot about that plight as well. But the reason I'm saying wait, wait, of,
1: bro, bro did you just say you're not for the internex, that intersectionality group, bro. Just say you're heterosexual. <laughs> that's all you gotta say, bro. Yeah, that, that's all
0: you that, got. That, all you, that, gotta, that you gotta is, say that is all I gotta say. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I have my I have my own problems when it comes to, to when it comes to black black people and, and intersectionality. Yeah, that's.
2: Go ahead,
1: go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, bro. I just kind of, I kind of feel like it's kind of something that it's kind of used to, kind of used to divide us a little bit. It's used to divide us.
0: Who was because I listening be, to earlier? Who was I listening to? Because you Doctor Umar. I yeah. don't even listen to Doctor Umar like that. But he's talking. So, what were you about to say? Were you, you
1: talking about that? No, I was just gonna say that. Um. I, I understand. You know, we, we all have our own, our own little, our own groups and stuff like that. But at the same time, if I'm straight, if I'm a black dude and I'm straight, I'm a black dude and I'm gay. I'm still, I'm still, um, I'm still black. You're
0: a black man. Yeah, you're still a black man. And I'm
1: still, I'm still, I'm still a black man. You know, and we got the same, we got the same problems from 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 the white man. Although although our problems are different, you know, because because I'm straight and he's gay. But at the same time, the the big enemy, like is 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 the white power structure, I guess. You know, I just I just think I just think I a lot of the time
0: with that. I'm what? sorry, I disagree with that because um, I feel like all legal actions to help the LGBT LGBTQ community, that most of them are already handled. They are they are at the same spot that we are in. Where we're trying to figure out why we're not. Well, in. I I
1: was I was talking
2: about social. I was talking yeah, about yeah. That's social. what I was getting to. I
0: was getting to. That's what I was getting to. That's Wait, what were I was you about to say, Chandler? I
2: was going to say I disagree with the the that point, Mike. That uh, that the LGBT community is where we are.
0: Well, I mean legally, legally. I'm not saying legally? like not at all. Yeah, legally. I'm saying like actually not even legally. I take that back. I take that back. I take I take that statement back because they have more laws that help them than we have laws that help us.
2: Yeah, I would I would say at this point, like, so really all of that whole movement kind of started with, you know, we just want to be accepted. We want to do what we want to yeah. do. You know, yeah. privacy, whatever, whatever. We're way past that point. We've been past exactly. that point. Yeah, we've been been past that point for 60 years now. You know. So, you know, however, I don't, I guess phony, I would say. However phony that power might be when it comes to things like Pride Month or like doing drag shows with kids, stuff like that. um, They hold a certain level of power. Yeah. As much as we might not like to admit it. And then when I compare that to um, black people as a community... You know what have we done in the past thirty years that we can point I'd, to? I
0: take say, it. I take it even further back, bro.
1: He, thirty, that, bro, that's the nineties, bro. What if,
0: what if we what have we done in the last sixty?
1: Hey, we got a black president.
0: <laughs> that <don't count> <laughs> Do you, wait, this is my question, to you guys. Do you think that Obama? really help the black
1: community as much as the black community thinks? I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't think a lot of black people think he helped. I think they're just happy
2: that he was black in there. You know, what's interesting is that Obama, President Obama was half black. Most of the time people would not like if he were to walk by you on the street, somebody would not think this is a black man, or if he spoke on our issues, People would take up issue with that, I think. But because really? he was in a position of power, we take, like, him being... Oh, it's like,
0: like that ATL. It's like that ATL episode. And I'm like... <laughs> hey, this episode is funny as fuck.
2: Wait, wait, what are you saying, Chandler? Uh, yeah, it's just, know. It's just funny that we, like... I
0: don't know.
2: Not that him being elected is a bad thing, but we kind of took, like, the bare minimum
1: right right but honestly because obama didn't really have to do anything after after he got elected because because was black he didn't have to do anything him being him being black that was our celebration yeah that was enough that 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 was that was enough and i'm not gonna lie it kind of makes me think a little bit because why okay we had we had a black man elected at the highest office in the country right why why are we still think government gonna save us if, if if he couldn't save us
2: well, I th- it, it starts at the local level, honestly. Right. It starts at
0: the local level. It starts at the local th- level. I, no, 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 no. Don't even start there. It starts inside the household.
1: Man, yeah. it does. <laughs> it, starts, it starts. It starts. And that—that's as local as it gets. It starts inside the household. It, what what it were we inside? talking about the
0: other day? We, no, I was talking to Frazier about this. Talking to Frazier about this. The black man in a patriarchal household is supposed to be three things pastor, or priest, prophet, and king. The pastor is supposed to lead him spiritually. The prophet is supposed to retain the information, the knowledge, and the in and, and the intel that is coming into the household. Filter it so that it is touching the ears the right way. And inspiring them the right way. Giving an ism. And the king is supposed to lead with a um, he's supposed to leave the family with a humble hand.
2: Hmm. I actually think I remember
0: hearing this, funny enough. It was by Nineteen Keys, Nineteen Keys or, No. Nineteen Keys guests said that. And I thought that was brilliant. Because you take in consideration all the black fathers out there, they're stoic. Because they're old school at least the ones that um, are acclaimed to be the greatest out there right now. You know, I mean,
1: I I I see I think that that's that's a generalization, but I know what you're I know what you mean.
0: You see what, you, you 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 see what I'm referring to. The the the, yeah. the the idea of what black masculinity was was either taking care of your responsibilities and not giving about what nobody else had to say or um, take care of your responsibilities and bring it home to your wife, so that she can take care of everything. Right, 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 right. I want to want to
2: shout out to feminism real quick while we're on this subject. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> ah! My bad, um, my bad, my bad.
2: That 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 sort of man will require a cert, a certain kind of woman. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And and to have that on a community level is really tough. You know when you're you're fighting against all of these forces that we mentioned beforehand. Yeah. And you know feminism with the hold that it has.
0: Um, man, does feminism have a ball grip on the black community like no other? Oh my! Honestly, I think it. I think it might be worse than. I think it might be worse than white people. Ain't the white man right now?
2: That the funny thing is these things
0: stem from exactly white from patriarchy from patriarchy yes
2: it
1: comes from white culture
0: what's even, even crazier what's even crazier is wait, that, wait, wait 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 wait
1: wait hold on I'm, I'm, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, i want to, yeah, yeah. i was gonna say
2: even even the issue of abortion like when we talk about eugenics yeah that even it didn't start in germany with hitler that stuff started here yeah in oregon <laughs> in america trying to control the population of black people yeah, and that, it's evolved today into abortion, and we're, you know, whatever your views are on it, we're out there marching just as hard as the people who are trying to keep our population low. It's 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 funny to me. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's,
1: it's definitely um, I don't know. A lot of a lot of a lot of modern movements are just things that, that we do. A lot of the time, they were started because of another force. I mean, even feminism. A lot of people don't know this but but feminism was, was, was pushed by by white businessmen by, by, by powerful white businessmen because they wanted more women in the workforce. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that. That was in the late that was in the late sixties. I think that I think the cosmopolitan posted um like back then the cosmopolitan posted like something in support of feminism and it was pushed by by big white companies. Because cause they want more women in the workforce. I mean, and and and, to and, be and, and clear, we're not
0: talking about the initial feminist movement, you know, with Susan B. Anthony and Sojourner Truth. We're talking about the modern, the modern feminist movement.
2: But I would say even even for the initial uh, feminist movement, there was still some pushback from women, right? Because oh we, yeah, when we talk about um, equal rights, we're talking about you know enlisting in the military selective service we're talking about all these different things so and i can i mean coming from a tradition or culture where you have a certain set you have a certain role like why would you want to elevate past not elevate why would you want to graduate to something that will require even more of you or where you would be bleeding into a man's role
0: you know, it's the same. Exists. Honestly, it's the same thing with the civil rights movement. Not saying with black plight, but with the set. It's the same thing with the civil rights movement. Why do we feel the need to join the white world, the white man's world? You know, you see what right. I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why, why I'm not gonna we, say. I'm not gonna
0: f- say. I'm not gonna say it's the exact same because that that would be disrespectful to all of my.
1: No, no. I, I I see the parallel that's that you're making. I don't know. It's. It's definitely crazy, and well, here's a here's a side fact, right? Yeah, I, y'all know so junior, y'all know so truth. You know she didn't. You know she, I'm I. I hope I have this right, but I'm pretty sure she did not like that black men got the right to vote. You
0: said you said you, you said you said what?
1: She, she she didn't like that black men got the right to vote. Did
0: she say can, why?
1: She, she was like a hard- she was like a hardcore feminist, like hardcore. And a lot of a lot of feminists were mad that black men got the right to vote, in 1870.
2: White feminists or just feminists in general? What? That, what uh, white-
1: white feminists. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. White feminists, and they- they were- they were pissed. But- but- but she- but, but she, Truth, um-
0: Sojourner Truth- Truth also herself was fighting the same fight as, um, uh, Martin Luther King trying Hell. to be because cause you ever heard you ever heard the poem ain't I a woman yeah that, that, that's that's painting the same picture mhm it's, it's 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 literally I think I was taught in high school in high school during black history month you know all that bull um <laughs> uh at least I'm not saying I'm not saying black history month is bull I'm saying like from an academic perspective uh, uh, from a curriculum standpoint it's bullshit because it doesn't it's cockamamie I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a, I'm a edit it so so, so I I, uh, I, bleeped it out but um, it's cockamamie because we sit here and act like being taught uh, black facts that are being taught by white people is the same as being taught black facts by black people I, I it don't, has I don't the same, it has the same and, and on top of that has the same credibility and the same impact
1: bro here's the thing Black History Month wasn't made by white people though. was and made Anthony by Cole. Carter G. Woodson yeah. because because like and it, it makes sense because as I mentioned I'm
0: not saying Black History Month is bull I'm saying the way that it is taught in schools is bull Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I honestly, honestly, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it is bull. Cause, cause, although like, people, we do get black facts from white people. They're still black facts. At the, cause I think I'm um, like, like I was about to say earlier, in Miss Education, the Negro Carter G talks about how. Back then, there was no history being taught about anything black people could do. Black people thought they had done nothing in the history of the earth, before you know in that time period and I mean, it started out with the, with the negro history week you know developed into black history month and i know i see a lot of people a lot of people hate a lot of people don't like it because um it's like oh every month should be black history month okay the, the same people that say that are not celebrating our history every month yeah like we it, like we can complain all we want but are we gonna start celebrating it for us are we gonna start celebrating our history every month if 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 we're gonna like mm-hmm. are we gonna start doing that ourselves because we can complain all we want is Like i don't i don't like black history month because um there's a lot we, more than one month that's what we need it's like i understand all that all that dialogue but when we need to start actually celebrating our history consistently yeah you know we need to, we need to actually do it for ourselves like it doesn't matter like and we can talk about how it's taught in schools. Screw school. We can we can teach our kids our Black history. There are plenty of Black books. Black like Dr. Clot has plenty of black, black Black books that talk about Black history. We can start doing that for ourselves. We don't need yeah. to rely on what is taught in school. We don't even. obviously, it should be taught in schools because Black history is history. It's, it's that yeah. simple. But we I need think, to I think, well, we need to be taught of our importance. We need to teach we need to teach ourselves of our importance instead of relying on schools to do it cuz it's, it's our it's our culture at the end of the day it's our history it should not other cultures uh, other cultures do the same thing uh, I, like other cultures other other cultures do the exact same thing every i mean jewish people do it asian people i didn't like you know for a fact asian Isn't it crazy how
0: jewish people do that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They learn about their history. They teach how each long, other about it.
0: How long is it? It's history? passed
1: down. Huh?
0: So how long is their history? Uh,
1: a long time. Is it? Michael, we are not We're not. We're not going down this road. We're not. I'm sorry. We're not. We're not. <laughs> we are. Hey, not. Hey,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm gonna stop that right there. I'm. I'm. Just, I'm I, we yeah. can do that in different podcast.
1: <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna do that in any podcast. I'm not gonna lie to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. I don't want to end up like Nick Cannon yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: hell no hell no isn't hell it crazy
0: no. wait wait or on a fun note isn't it crazy how nick cannon really came back and is, is now on wild now
1: that's how it goes you slap him on the wrist you know give him, give him some time off and he comes back which is good he's black do you
0: so, consider uh, I, I i now have this question do you consider what he did to sell out do you consider that he so he he told the truth. He told the truth. He said that that Jewish I, 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 people. I'm, I'm 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 gonna bleep this part out the out the podcast. I'm gonna bleep this part out the podcast. But he said that he said that 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 uh, white people are not the real Jews, and that the lost tribe of Israel is where all the Jewish people really. That's where wherever the wherever the lost tribe is is where the real Jews are because. None of that makes sense, bro. None of it. None not not at all. The 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 geographic location of where Israel is and the pigmentation and the texture of their hair makes no sense. The the validity of of, of where they say um or the validity of where they come from is, is is not aside aside from their physical attributes, but the the story that they have given us is not is not adequate either. It doesn't match up with historical facts. <laughs> so You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna bleep that out off the podcast, of course. But do you feel like what Nick Cannon did was coonery? As everybody made it seem.
1: Who said it was Coonery? All black Twitter. Why? Why did they say it was
0: Coonery? Because he apologized to Viacom to get his job back.
1: Oh, because he apologized. Oh. Yeah.
0: Uh, Is it Coonery? Um, I mean... I don't
1: think so. We, I'm, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I, I kind of. I, I. I. don't know. I don't. Well, well I'm gonna let you talk. I kind of don't think it is because he. Um. I mean, it's just it's not like we have our own media network to uh, t- to let him come into. So,
2: I mean, you, you know, you gotta. I would say there's a lot. There's a lot of other things on the list of things to be considered coonery,
0: Uh Before
2: that. I agree. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I, feel, I feel. like a lot of people who who said that don't even consider it don't even take in consideration that this man is making a Dr. Sebi documentary. You can't be Dr. a. Dr. Yeah. You, you I mean yeah? I said doc, I always say Dr. Sebi. Dr. <laughs> Sebi documentary. Bro, you can't be a, you can't be a sellout if you're actually trying to promote black health.
1: Right, or just or just help the community. Well, that, anyway. that is that
0: is one of the most that is one of the most that is that I is one of cool the most. Used.
2: It's it's the new yeah. racist. You talking about you talking about the word sellout? Yeah, sellout, coon, Uncle Tom, which is not even accurate to the novel. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's, <laughs> not yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not. It's not. It's kind of
1: crazy, crazy how that's been. Per- it's kind of crazy how that's been perpetuated. So for so many years now, we just think yeah. Uncle Tom like <laughs> like someone you know. But that's not. Yeah, that's not even the accurate um, thing. But yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't know. I've always. I said this last year, Michael, when we um, recorded with what's a sellout. I, I've never yeah. you, people always say Booker T was a sellout, but how can you be a sellout if you're if you're making black school if you if you made a university for black people, you know? Yeah. If, if if you're trying to if you're trying to help help the race, you know, everybody has a different philosophy on what can help and what isn't. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I don't think you can be a sellout if you're actually trying to help. I honestly I think I think there are various rappers today who are sellouts because of things that they that they talk about and
0: i think that I, I, I could go on i, 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 I could go, go on, and on about that sellouts, but keep going
1: yeah no that's what i'm saying i, I didn't have anything else to say i'm just like it's just crazy how like what we call sellouts and what we don't yeah yeah I and mean, that's all i gotta say with that it's just that's just kind of crazy yeah that's guess, just kind of crazy yeah. hey what time what time the game come on shaman
2: uh, they come on, come on, six?
1: 20, they come on at six. I Think so. It
2: might be seven. seven.
1: Seven.
0: No, it is six thirty. 30. No, eight thirty. Eight thirty. Yeah. All right. What time is it? It starts in like thirty minutes. Okay. Thirty forty minutes. All right,
1: Mike. You trying to wrap it up?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say this is a good place to end, man. Um, I I really need to get, we need to get you back on, bro, because I want to have some like economic talks too about. You know where about 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 where we are as a people and i want to i want to go deeper into my solutions as well and just have right. conversations about those just no, just no, us Ch- three though. chandler just, just us three though and yeah, i want to yeah, no, know chandler, what your solutions are as well
1: right now chandler definitely gonna hop back on you know chandler chandler one of my best boys at ours, so you know yeah. you know he definitely gonna hop back on the pod been trying to get Chandler on for for a while, bro. Yeah, been trying to yeah. get Chandler on for a, a minute, like damn yeah. near a year. <laughs> damn, yeah,
0: honestly, ever since ever since <laughs> damn near a year. Ever since I heard, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But he was hella busy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael didn't even see you. Damn. damn I, I, you. I didn't even get
0: a chance to meet you, bro. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That nah. was crazy, bro. But now that's another black lettuce up ep- That's a. I said Black Lettuce. That's another Black Lotus episode. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. You know what I mean? Uh, Subscribe. uh, Follow us on Spotify, Instagram, and Apple Podcasts. Leave a nice review at the bottom. Give us a couple of stars. Maybe five if you really love us. Give us uh, five. (laughs) You know it's a (laughs) five-star review. Um, Hell yeah. But, yeah, thank you guys for all listening. And as you guys know, as long as we show love, we'll We'll stay stay consistent.
1: consistent. And me and uh, Chandler are about to go to Howard, China. Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) They don't know about that. But Peace out, y'all. Appreciate y'all for listening.